Hey guys. <laughs> Have we completely forgotten how to do this? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Hold Do I say hey guys? Hi friends. Why do I say either of those? Uh, you know, it's just weird. But you know, it's it's me, it's Danielle. <laughs> and Christopher. <laughs> and, and we're, we're the, the friends, friends who feast. feast. On today's episode, we are jumping back into the swing of things after our little summer vacation. We're gonna talk about what we've been up to this summer. Um, and it's been two years since we started the podcast, so we're just going to reminisce a little. Can I just say, it is so nice to see you in person. I know we recorded- Thank you. Thank you. I know we recorded that Small Bites here. It was through the computer, right? So I saw you on camera, but this is the first time I've seen you in two months, and it just made my whole day. So I'm excited. So what have you been up to? Um, I just want to say it's really nice to see you. I know we talk almost- pretty much every day or text through like, you know, leaving voice messages or just chatting on Instagram. But, um, you know, I just, I hate talking about myself, but I really feel like <laughs> I have not done too much of anything. Went like on a few little staycations here and there around us, but you know, the days truly do blend together and I can't believe it's already mid-August. Um, can I just kind of do a throwback about this time last year when I was like, not last year, but when I was younger, how yeah, I feel. Yeah. I, let, let me know if you ever felt this way. I used to get so depressed around this time of year because I knew school was starting in like less than two weeks or three weeks. And like, it's weird being an adult now at this time and like not having that feeling, like just feeling like excited for the fall and excited for stuff. Usually when you're younger and you're in school or anything, even like college, like, okay, summer's over. I'm back to campus. Classes are starting. But it's so weird just being able to really truly savor summer as long as you choose to savor summer. Which is controversial because places have already, like Michael's, they have their Halloween and fall decor up already, which I'm so tempted to look at the same time. It's like, I don't want to contribute to the madness that is like buy everything now. So it's just, I'm trying my best to just savor the last few weeks of summer, but it's hard because I want to decorate for fall already. So I guess it's just hard to talk about my summer when it feels like it's so fleeting. But, you know, I didn't do anything. We had a couple like cookouts and stuff and like family. Had a few cookouts. Um, My husband's birthday, you know, passed recently and um, I took him for a day out in Ann Arbor. We had a few little restaurants, like little appetizer here, get him a beer here, appetizer walk around. Um, But I didn't know I took him to Ann Arbor Pride. You took him to Pride. On accident, yes. I did not know Pride was happening. So um, (laughs) it was quite a shock. We stayed about like an hour downtown or so, but um, it was a lot going on. So what, you just like, did you go into like a restaurant or something and like some drag queens were performing or like what exactly? No. Well, you know what? We parked in the parking structure when we left. There was like young kids, I want to say maybe teenagers and stuff. Like I know it's like a, one was wearing a pride flag as a cape and stuff, but I just thought that's what teenagers <laughs> did now. Like I'm like, okay, I didn't really think anything of it. Went to this one restaurant, got a mimosa, came out and, um, you know, we turned the corner because it's a main street. The main street was closed. I'm like, Okay. And there are about seven belly dancers on stage dancing and moving to the music. And I assumed it was some kind of cultural 
cultural event thing. I'm like, okay, cool, belly dancer. Maybe they'll have some good Middle Eastern food. Then the further I got like in the crowd, I'm like, wow, there are a lot of pride flags and all that. I'm like, oh, and it kind of took me a minute to connect. I'm like, once they started playing It's Raining Men, I'm like, oh, okay, it's pride. Yeah, usually like festivals and events like for pride are in June. So it's, Yeah, that's yeah. why I was a little bit confused. But yeah. you know, it was, it was a nice time. Uh, it was really crowded. The only downside, it was like really, really crowded. So for me, trying to shop, and occasionally look at the musical acts and here and there. It was like too many people. But I feel like for the Pride event, it was a good turnout. Oh, I'm glad you two enjoyed yourselves at Pride. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a pretty good summer. I went, so my birthday, obviously, middle of June. My cousin decided to get married on my birthday. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was in Kansas City. <laughs> so we had to travel for it. Which was nice. Um, I, I looked forward to kind of getting away. I got to try some Kansas City barbecue. Mm. Shout out to Jack Stacks. We had like a combo of like some like burnt ends and like it had some turkey on there and like pulled chicken, I think it was, or maybe pulled pork. Really good coleslaw. The best baked beans I think I've ever had. Like the barbecue sauce in it and everything, but it had like pulled pork in it too. Oh, wow. That and like so bacon good. and it was just absolutely phenomenal. Um, really good food and really good lemonade too down there. What made the lemonade stand out to you? It just was so like tart. It wasn't like, like overwhelming sweet that had that like Like sweet aftertaste. Like how would you compare it to that type of lemonade? It was way better than Chick-fil-A. Really? Yeah. So like Chick-fil-A lemonades and most lemonades have that strong sweet aftertaste. This was more subtle, but tart and refreshing. Yeah. It was very light. Oh, okay. So... Um, but on the way there, we actually stopped in Terre Haute, Indiana, kind of checked out some places. That's where my family's from. And so mm. I got to see, I had been there before when I was probably like five or six years old, but the house that my grandpa had lived in when he was younger. Um, so like my, my grandparents' old house, we also went to the cemetery to visit like their graves and stuff. And just real, real cool thing. Like I had never been in a cemetery that old. There were grave markers and stones and stuff there that people that had been dead for at least a hundred years before I was even born. Mm -hmm. There was like, you know, civil war like times and people. So that was just very interesting. It was just kind of like a nice kind of like, you know, just to see where my family's from, just kind of be in that area again. I, I, I really don't have a reason to like, you know, go there anymore. Like I have very few family members that live there and they're all like distant family. So, but man, that drive back, it was like 12 hours and it was a little bit of a nightmare, but it was overall, it was really good. Um, I quit my job. That's another yeah, big... Yeah, <laughs> you did. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was just time. You know, I'd been there for 11 years and put in a lot of myself, and it just felt like the right time to kind of find something different. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm, I'm just really happy. A lot of just, like, really good things, I feel like, happened this summer. Would this be, like, considered a memorable summer for you? You know, when you look back at your years and, like, you have some summers that just seem like a blur, and other ones, like, it's like, oh, wow, every week was, like, a core memory stuck in my head. Would you consider, like, this summer one of those for you? I definitely think so. I feel like I've done more like little things, mm-hmm. you know, kind of relaxing, but I've, I've done more, I think, for myself. A couple weeks ago, I went to a NASCAR, you know, I'm a big NASCAR fan. Yeah. I went to a NASCAR race by myself and just had the best time. I could just go do what I wanted, sit where I wanted. And that's what I wanted yeah. you to do, remember? Yeah. Like for a New Year's episode, yeah. like I encourage you just to do something for yourself. Like I don't care where it is. Yeah. Maybe it's a midlife crisis. <laughs> I don't know. But no, it's, it's actually just very enjoyable to actually just kind of take a breath and just really enjoy my time so well whatever you're doing it's working out for you because you look so happy you look glowing you look healthy so thank you i'm recommend. glowing i think so i'm on a new skincare regimen so. <laughs> <laughs> 
I know you said you had really good barbecue in Kansas City, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of jealous. Well, I I did go somewhere up north, and they had really good Vietnamese food. Ooh, um, I don't think I've ever had Vietnamese. Like, what type of food is that compared to other like? Ooh, I don't know. I've only had it twice. I okay. I really don't know, but um, I had like barbecue um, like spare ribs. Those are very okay. good. They have like the pho, like the soup, the noodle soup, the like the beef, um, beef broth, or like the chicken or the pork. I know I'm probably doing a disservice to this, but it was it was just so good. And you, I really feel like you can't find that type of food around here, which is a bummer because it was really, really good. So it was really nice. And um, it was a nice little, like I said, staycation, vacation thing. But when I go to places like that, they have like really like unique and delicious food. I kind of get depressed when I come back home because like I know I'm never going to experience that until I go to a, back to a place like that. Yeah, because I think I made a comment to you. What was it? Um, yesterday. I can't remember what we were talking about, like nice restaurants or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, where we live, we have like Texas Roadhouse and Applebee's. And, you know, it's like we don't have like a lot of cultural foods around. I mean, we have our Chinese places. I think you know, standard, I, like American we used to have like a Japanese yeah. steakhouse. I think it's closed now. Yeah. I just feel like our area, you're right, like you would have to specifically go to another city like passing through or like, you know, a destination to eat a lot of those types of foods. So, you know, I did go to like, I guess, a fancier type restaurant like did once you? over the summer. It was OK. I've never been to a place where, you know, I get an appetizer, an entree and a drink and it's like $80, including tip. I've oh, never yeah. been to a place like that. So I went with a friend. We just treated ourselves and it was so pleasant. It was so nice, and I really felt – and it wasn't even probably the fanciest restaurant you can get around here. I know we just talked about, like, not having tons of fancy options, but this one was kind of fancy. Um, fancy enough to where I felt comfortable in it, but any more fancy, I'd feel like I didn't belong there. Yeah. Because sometimes if a place is too fancy, don't you kind of feel like I'm too embarrassed to eat? I feel like a giant eating the soup. Like, what do I do? Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like that there. But it was a really nice experience. It really made me mad at myself. I'm like, if I tally up all the times I went to this drive-thru in the summer of June, I could probably afford to come to this place twice and really treat myself. But it's embarrassing. So, like, when I did that back in May, I kind of, like, challenged myself, like, oh, this is going to be a summer ride, really expand my culinary horizons. And I try new things. And I didn't. I I just went to McDonald's a lot. You know, (laughs) that's all I did. I'm bummed. So speaking of McDonald's, let's talk. A bit, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about um, some of the you know different promotions and things that happened over the summer uh, while we were on break. So we didn't do any small bites even or, or anything like that. But um, I think we probably would have done like the grimace meal. Mm-hmm. That was a big thing. I feel like I saw it all over TikTok. Well, I take it back. I didn't necessarily see. A lot of people going crazy about the meal itself. Was this the shake? Did you see those like weird videos people were doing where they were like drinking the shake and it was like, almost like a, like a scary movie and then they were like yeah. foaming at the mouth and mm-hmm. it was like this whole like trend. Mm-hmm. I thought that was weird. <laughs> but even like Courtney Cox and like other celebrities were doing videos like that. I did try the shake. I thought it was actually, I thought it was going to be like purple, like grape or something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was actually blueberry flavored, and it was really good. I only had the one. Um, I probably would have got it again, but I just kind of forgot about it. And you could only get it if you got the meal. Yeah. And that was the kind exactly. of thing drawback for me. And again, the meal wasn't anything different, right? Like we've talked about so many times, like McDonald's just doesn't do different things. The shake was a different twist on on something. So that mm-hmm. was pretty good, at least. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else McDonald's came came out with. That was it since we've taken a break, right? I think so, Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. Taco Bell brought back their volcano menu. Yes. Um, which I was, I've never had, I think when it was released in the 90s, you know, I... Well, didn't it come out again, like, since then, like, in I the don't, 2000s? I don't think so. I think maybe, you might want to check me, but I thought that's why it was so special, because it hadn't been out for that long, but I'm, yeah. I'm wrong, but I was a fan of that volcano sauce. I wish they had it all the, the time. Lava? Was yes. it the lava sauce? I think so, yeah. yeah. It was just so, I, I liked it. It really elevated, like, the, the, the hard shell tacos for me. Yeah. But even more surprising was that I was such a big fan of those crispy chicken tacos. So good. They had a Chipotle, Chipotle ranch, I think, and an avocado ranch. <sighs> I wish it would stay around. Like, it really breaks my heart when they bring these things. They taste so good and take them away. I know. I think Taco Bell was like the marketing king. I feel like McDonald's wishes. Oh, for sure. They could have the Taco Bell marketing. Well, ta- when you think about it, it's like Taco Bell's constantly coming out with something new. And even if it's something that's been on the menu before... Like, they found, like, a really good way to keep people coming back. I don't know. I definitely think their marketing is way better because McDonald's, they've gotten rid of a lot of stuff on their menu. And I feel like they're slowly bringing some stuff. You mean, like, since the (laughs) pandemic? You mean since the pandemic? Why am I saying it weird? (laughs) Even before the pandemic, (laughs) their menu is pretty bland, in my opinion. It is, but for what some reason, when I'm thinking fast food, I'm always you just want some McDonald's. fucking nuggets and nuggets and a coke. coke. That's really yeah. all it is. Um, KFC. Now the nuggets are kind of like last spring, and I yeah. didn't really get those. I got them because that's the you first time them. I had you KFC. You wanted me sauce. to go, right? I did. I told you you should definitely try them. They're very comparable, in my opinion, to Chick Fil A nuggets. Chick Fil A is definitely better, but the yeah. way the breading is and the way they were brined, I think they're very close. I'm sorry, KFC has this new barbecue chicken sandwich and i'm trying to find it and i can't find it well i had kfc the other day i need to admit something to you oh famous bowl <laughs> no oh. i was just really i just wanted four drumsticks oh. so just four drumsticks extra crispy please and the guy was like all right pull forward like, okay can you just make a guess of how much you think four drumsticks cost four drumsticks cost 876 over 13 dollars for just the drumsticks yes no sides. No, no sides. Wow. I was shocked, but I didn't have like the courage to say, oh, what? No, I only ordered four drumsticks. I just took it after I paid. And I'm like, I feel like he scammed me. And the whole way home, like they scammed me. Because much like you, I'm thinking ate something. Well, couldn't you have gotten like a meal, like a four piece meal and asked for just drumsticks for cheaper? I feel like I feel like I could have. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't know. I They don't have their prices individually a la carte for their mm. things. I thought I was like scamming the system by just, you know, saying just four extra crispy drumsticks almost like 14 dollars wow they want i think 319 per drumstick wow yeah and i could have got a family bucket meal you could have went to the grocery store and got a rotisserie chicken <laughs> for like 6.99 i know i know but it's not the deep fried but well but still i could not believe it so i was i was shocked but i do want to kind of try this new sandwich from kfc out oh it's been out since late june but why can't i show get me it? the picture so it's the crispy chicken. Pickles. Some sort of cheese, yeah. White cheddar. Looks like deep fried onions. Pickles okay. at the bottom and bacon. The and deep fried sauce. onions are probably soggy. You think? Probably. You know, ever since Wendy's ghost spicy ghost pepper chicken sandwich had like the perfect fried crispy onions, I have a little more hope for places. Yeah, so I think that was like one of my only KFC experiences, to be honest, this whole summer. This, just those four drumsticks. Um, I think I've mostly been sticking to McDonald's. I really didn't do any Wendy's. I think the last time I had Wendy's, I had that spicy ghost pepper, like ranch sandwich. That was back in June. Mm-hmm. But I'm embarrassed to say it's just been McDonald's. 
Which is so weird because it's got to have something in it. The chemicals that just... Because there's if you line up McDonald's face-to-face against Arby's, Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, Culver's, Checkers, Hardee's, anywhere. Not Burger King. Burger King's trash. (laughs) Truly, anywhere else is like better quality. So what is it in McDonald's food? If you were to say right now, Christopher, do you want to go... Get a double cheeseburger with extra cheese and a large Coke and maybe like a four-piece nugget with some sweet and sour sauce. I'd be like, fuck yeah, let's get in the car and go. I don't know what it is. I don't know. For me, during the summer, I'm going to say 100%, it's that large Coke for $1.29. If I'm on the road, if I'm feeling thirsty, probably because I'm dehydrated. I'm like, you know what? Why am I going to pull into Taco Bell and spend $2.99 for a small beverage. And then if I want a taco, so you're telling me I'm going to spend like 6 bucks there when I can go to McDonald's and get a large Coke for $1.29 and a four-piece nugget for like 2 bucks and come out of there under $4. I'll do that. Remember not too long ago, I went to Taco Bell and I got a uh, Baja Blast Freeze. She's biting my <laughs> She's She's eating my hair. Swat her away. Oh, no. Get down, sweetie. <laughs> no, you really have to push her Oh, no, no, no. Get down. Get down. Push her. Elbow her. She's fine. She's insane. You ever see those videos of the horses eating the little kids here? <laughs> they start screaming. Now she's eating her shoe. Eating all the goose shit off of it from the park. <laughs> now she's licking herself. Okay. You know. Okay. But anyway, so yeah, I went to Taco Bell not too long ago and their sizes of their freezes are ridiculous. It was like three ninety nine or three eighty nine for a small. And remember I brought it home. And I like left it sitting there for a second. And it was like, what am I paying for? And it's something you don't even think of if you were to drink it normally. But because no. you stepped away and it melted, you really had that. It was like a science experiment. Yeah. Like the volume by cup. Like, what are you really paying for type of thing? Things are so expensive. And I'm not talking about just fast food, but like for me to get a large bubble tea, like a basic flavor, just one type of like boba in it. I'm spending upwards of $8. And I'm sure depending on where you guys live, you're thinking, oh, wow, that's pretty cheap. But for like us around here, that's, it's insane. All the while, they have the audacity to spin that square reader tip machine at me. And it's like, I'm not tipping you $1.15 on this $8 bubble tea. And then I noticed too, when you put no tip, like their demeanor changes. Yeah. And they might not even be the one making your food. She's just manning the register. Um, I just stopped feeling guilty about it. I really, they really did get me a lot. And I'll say this about the tip reader things. Pre-pandemic, the only time I really encountered those square tipping card reader things were at food trucks or these small little like indie pop-up shops where it's like $38 for the candle, like those type of places. So during the pandemic, I noticed a lot more of those popping up. I'm like, well, that kind of makes sense because if they lost a cashier, lost like a head person at at the front desk or where have you. It's probably helping. And yeah, I'm going to tip. Restaurants are struggling. All these reports came out and articles came out about how your favorite restaurant may not survive the pandemic and all that. So I found myself really tipping mm-hmm. a lot of places I went that used that during the pandemic. And then I started seeing more and more and more pop up. And now every single place asks for a tip. And I don't feel bad saying no now. Like, I used to feel obligated, but, like, I'm not their boss. Like, I'm not the one who should be tipping them, you know? Then you hear these arguments that are like, well, if you can't afford a tip, then don't come here. It's like, don't fucking give me that. They try to do that for restaurants, too. And restaurants are different. These places, I'm sorry, just because you typed in the flavor of boba I want and that I want tapioca pearls and a green tea, I don't think you deserve an extra dollar from me. 
Now, if your boss wants to give you guys a raise or tips or however you do that, like I encourage that. Like you guys, good for you, but don't make me feel bad as a customer for not tipping you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is there's this sudden feeling that it's like the pressure to tip. And I think a lot of it is, like you said, because of the pandemic, we just Mm -hmm. got so used to seeing it and just, you know, giving a little bit extra in a lot of cases. I think of just because I knew like, man, they're going through something like I want them to be here when this ends, Mm -hmm. you know, pay people a living wage and get rid of this whole culture around tipping because it's, it's just, it's so uncomfortable. And people deserve to make a living wage and make a stable income and not have to rely on tips. And but the you know against that a lot of them will say I make more in tips, but at the same time like I feel like if you like even it out, you're still going to have people that still will tip. Maybe it's not going to be as much. It's not going to be like twenty percent, but it's that's just the culture we live in. It's just kind of drilled in our head. Like eighteen twenty percent. Remember when it used to be like fifteen was like completely acceptable, no judgment. Yeah, that was like top tier. Yeah, and now it's like these the screens have like thirty percent on there. Twenty yeah. percent's the minimum. It just, I think that would take away this like fear and like pressure on people. Today, when we were at Texas Roadhouse, I was like looking at the tip thing and she walked up at that exact second and I got so nervous. I just hit 20% because I feel like she was like watching me do it. Yeah. And there's Mm -hmm. that feeling. I've also seen like, this hasn't happened to me personally. um, So take it with a grain of salt. But I have seen on social media people saying, you know, at the grocery store, going through like a self-checkout. These things are popping up at certain supermarket locations and chains asking for a tip. That and it's like, who are, who are you yeah. tipping? Like, No, I. that's what it is, the fear and pressure, because we've all been there in a situation where it's like, not to say everyone who works these type of jobs, like they're struggling or don't want to be there. Like you don't know someone's yeah. t- mindset about it. But it's usually viewed as like, oh, well, you know, they need our help or they wouldn't be working that job if they didn't absolutely need to. And then you feel bad like, well, what if, you know, my extra money and everyone who came in helped them pay off this or that. But at the same time, that should be your boss's problem. Not to say anyone's ever looked at me and said, oh, because you didn't tip me. Now I can't put my kid through daycare or something like that. But if it ever gets to that point, it shouldn't be on us, the consumer. It should be your employer. Well, you do still even see that, though. Like on social media, sometimes you see people posting the bill and like making it this big thing. Like, have you seen that where like waitresses or waiters put the total and like they only got tipped this much? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Like you shouldn't be going out to a restaurant if you can't afford to tip. I don't agree with that because if it's a once in a while thing and I'm doing something nice for myself, like don't make me feel bad for having just enough money to be able to treat myself. You know what's funny? I actually tip more at that place because I felt embarrassed. Like that's why my bill is so expensive because it's like, okay, my appetizer, my meal and my champagne. Cause I don't, I never get a drink when I go, but you know, let me treat myself. Like I said, that was like 60 something dollars and I tipped like 15 bucks. And I even then I'm like, oh my God, is this acceptable? Do they, is it a fancier restaurant anymore? Like, let me, like, I've, we've both said this. When we go out to eat, unless you absolutely ignore me or rude, you're getting 15% minimum. Like today, I'm not trying to say, oh, we, I spent a lot in the tip. And I said, I really, really, really want to spend no more than 20 bucks. Last minute, could I have ordered something for $16.99 and tipped 50 cents or a dollar and said, oh, I'm still getting under the 20? Absolutely. But I felt bad. I'm like, well, let me get this and the drink. And they still got a 25% tip for me. And it still came under like 20. But that's what I mean. It's like, you're going to get something for me. And you and I agree. We're not talking about th- those type of moments. We're talking about the pe- the people who just spin that little machine around. And most of the time, don't even touch your food. 
I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm a broken record, but I just feel like I countered a lot of that this summer. And not saying that people aren't struggling, but just don't have a change in attitude or um, grumble stuff to yourself or your co- your coworker because I didn't tip you on an $8 bubble tea. Okay, well, while we're sort of on the topic of service, guys, Danielle, for the last two months, has been telling me that she has a story for me uh, from her experience at Red Lobster over the summer. And this episode, I almost forgot. So please, can can we please hear it? I'll just kind of sit back and get comfy. Okay, so I went with my husband, a little date night, and we had this gift card we'd been sitting on, you know, since the holidays, 50 bucks. I'm like, you know, it's perfect. Um, Endless Shrimp on, is back on Mondays, or they just did some special where it's, it was back for a bit, because it was always kind of like a big deal to me. I'm like, you know, it's 20 bucks now, but you know, the gift card, we can both get that, a drink, and then obviously leave more of a tip than whatever was left on the card. So we're like, cool. So we get in. We're only waiting for 10 minutes and we get seated and it's pretty busy, but not too busy where you're thinking we're going to be here for a long time. Do you ever get that feeling when you go out somewhere and you know it's so busy? You're like, I'm not leaving here for two hours. Yeah. Okay. I did not get that sense at all. Like, okay, cool. Like that time we went to Texas Roadhouse. Yes, exactly. Just like that. <laughs> did not get that sense. So we're sitting down in the booth and, um, you know, I see it, the waiter and he's like actively ignoring us. And it's so confusing. He's getting the table behind us. He's getting the table right to the right of us. He's getting at the table behind that. Like he's getting everyone. He's ignoring us. And I'm thinking, we've been here 10 minutes and he hasn't even greeted us or given us our, ask us for a drink order. Five minutes later, now it's 15 minutes. Our real wait- waitress pulls up. So that guy was not our waiter. He was, I guess, however they divvied up the sections, we barely just made it out of his. So he had every right to ignore us, I get, I guess. This waitress we had only had four other tables in her station, but she was just, I know it's very slow, like not really like friendly. Soon as we told her what we wanted, the endless shrimp, she, her demeanor changed like, oh shit, here we go again. I'm going to be here busting tables all night, running shrimp orders everywhere. It's to be expected. You work at a place like that, you know those specials, like the Olive Garden when it's endless pasta, never any pasta bowl. Chances are if they're ordering that, you're going to be at the table a few times. It just comes with the territory. Hopefully <laughs> you get enough tip for it. So she, her demeanor changes. I order um, a Dr. Pepper. My husband, she's like, the drink special. She points to the menu on the top of the, the menu, $5 summer drink specials. He's looking and he's like, okay, I'll take this. Mm, perfect choice, blah, 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 blah. It takes her so long to come back and even drop the drinks off and get her initial order. Then we're waiting another 25 minutes for the food. So at this point, we're waiting almost 40 minutes for um, a single plate of food. Nothing. She only gave us one one basket, didn't bring us any refills. Again, it's so weird because I see this guy behind us busting his ass. He's like a like a pinball, like going back and forth, back and forth. By the time we get our first order of shrimp, the table behind us that sat down maybe two minutes before us is on their third plate of shrimp already because they have that waiter and we have this monstrosity, this abomination. <laughs> of someone in the food industry. Half the time, she was just sitting at her food station, just staring off, not doing anything, not getting any refills, not asking us her bread, nothing. Well, it makes me wonder, like, if your food was sitting there, like, did it come out hot and fresh? It came out hot, um, but, you know, it's under heat lamps. It wasn't, like, cold, cold. But it was bothering me that usually when they drop off the shrimp, they say, can I put in the next order for you? She didn't do that. She just walked away. And I guess I could have flagged her down and said, no, excuse me, I'm not done with you yet. It's still part of the process, though, of, like, her. Exactly. What what you're expected to do during those promotions. So we finished that plate, and we're waiting there for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. 
and our food's down for she we don't see anything from her she comes out asks my husband's drink order has audacity to turn around and i even asked us for a refill i had to flag her down another 15 minutes goes by she brings my husband she's bringing his drinks but nothing's going on with our food and we're just so fed up with it. So I'm like, I'm ready to go. Because she's obviously taking long because she doesn't want to, like, I guess she's, I felt like she's trying to rush us out by starving us out yeah. <laughs> and not letting us get her filled with the shrimp. So that Red Lobster had one of those automated checkout things like you were talking about. And I'm like, oh my God, how was our bill $70? Like, well, each of those drinks were $10, not 5 And technically, the one he wanted had like a little asterisk by it where it said when you opened the menu it was Ten ninety nine or something. So he flagged her down and she wouldn't let him finish. She's like, I have a question about my drink. Mm, good, right? That's what she did. He's like, yeah, but I have a question about the price. Oh, you want another one? She would not let him say, I didn't know it was this much. No more of these, just water. And then I said, you know what? Matter of fact, we're done. Can we have the bill? And then she brought back an extra random free thing shrimp. Oh, this was just waiting out there. So figured you guys can have it. That was the fastest order we had of shrimp once we said we wanted to check out. And I feel like I'm never going to go to Red Lobster again. And I love that shrimp special, even though it's like low quality shrimp, whatever. It was so heartbreaking that um, my husband and I were there for two hours because I was looking at my text messages and stuff for proof. And I only had three plates of shrimp and two biscuits, no refill on biscuits, like nothing. But it, you know yeah. that feeling when you're waiting for your check for 20, 30 minutes and yeah. you're ready to go? Like, that's what it was every single time you put in an order. You would have lost it the whole time thinking. You would have been furious at it. Oh, like, I would have no, said something. Like, what, what are you doing? Excuse me. Because every single table of hers If she would have kept interrupting me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it. If she would have kept interrupting <laughs> me about that drink thing, I would have literally said, stop talking. <laughs> You've overcharged me. I wish. That made that made me the, the most mad because, like, you're in the service industry. Yeah, and like we would have tipped you so well because I find when I have a gift card and it covers pretty much all of the bill, it's so easy for me to drop down on 10 or 15 bucks on you yeah. because that's literally all I paid out of my pocket for the meal and it's going all to you. Right. That's how I feel like. I feel like I tip more when I have a gift card that covers most of my meal. I have to pay a little bit out of pocket. It was just wild to me because like I said, she had about four or five tables, including us and the other guy had about six or seven. And I want to say halfway through our meal, everyone in our section, but two other tables cleared out and- Still, like, I don't know if she was going slow with them or if it was just us. I couldn't get a good read on them. Depending on what they ordered. And yeah, they could have just went there they for They could like, have the just left salmon. because they yeah. were pissed off. I, I'm i mad it's been, like, almost two months already. But it's just something where, God, it ruined my day. Like, what? There's no reason why this table should have seven, like, six, seven refills, including their takeout box. And I'm waiting right. for my third one. I don't know. And that's it. I'm glad I shit in their bathroom. I had bad diarrhea. And I had to go... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Something in that <laughs> shrimp Alfredo, but a Alfredo. You really went and did it. You left Listen, your mark. My rage, my anxiety, all that stuff. I'm like, you know what? Here's your tip. We um, did tip her well. My husband tipped her well after all that. What did he feel bad about? You don't know what kind of day someone's no. having. No. No. Like, yes, there's some instances where, yes, like that's obvious and appropriate. But like nothing you told me, I, I would have... <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that one time I told you I went to Olive Garden? Like way back, I was like a teenager, so I was an I was an asshole. But like I got such bad service. Yeah. <laughs> and I left a penny on the table because I heard that like leaving a penny is like a sign of like you did ba- a bad job. Like I don't think I would ever be that petty now, but like I would just not I don't know. Like I wouldn't not leave a tip. I get it. So so your husband left feeling bad about being treated bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Even though he spent like almost $30 in alcohol when he really thought he was going to be spending 15 like he still- Were the drinks good? Oh, it, it was good. He said it was good and I even had a sip and I'm like, wow, this is good. But okay. he's like, it's it wasn't worth it. He said it was just, she was so odd. And I, it was the weirdest thing for me to Do witness. Do you want to go to Red Lobster this weekend? <laughs> I hope we get her. Oh, so you, you want to go? Because you just said you never would. No, I wouldn't. Is this like, is this the next BK never having it your way because you're never going to go? Yes, but it's, the thing is, it's this one person ruining it. Yeah. Like Mr. Red Lobster behind the scenes didn't know this was happening in that location, you know? And the other waiter looked like Mr. he was, Red <laughs> you know, and the other waiter was really doing a good job. Yeah. Like at first I thought he was ignoring us, but once I realized, oh wait, he's not obligated to do anything for us. For, we're not in a section. That's probably what I would have done. Been like, hey, can we request him? You want to know the weirdest part of this whole thing was? The, the booth next to us, I felt like there was some weird slave master stuff going on. Because this lady was waiting there while we were waiting. And then some guy, husband, boyfriend, I don't know, came running in. And he was like talking about some weird stuff. And like, what did he say? He was like, you know, couples nowadays, because my husband and I weren't really talking. Like, not because we were mad, but like sometimes we talk and we take like a few minutes just to go on our phones and like whatever. Yeah. He was like insinuating to, to us like look at like this couple over here like people don't talk to each other anymore they have nothing in common they go out and they sit in silence and i'm gonna say this because you and i know behind the scenes like how precious silence and moments of peace are for us so i kind of took that the wrong way like listen you don't know what we're going through right now we both need some you, quiet you might time. not have even been a couple you could have been like friends like me who you. just lost a, another friend oh my gosh. And, like that's the place you go to yeah <laughs> wow that was a deep, that was that was a deep story but you never yeah. know no i get it but he was really he's like and he's like he's like me and you he starts rubbing her arm you know we got something special and like i'm trying to like at this point I'm like i'm fucking not talking so i, I want to hear what you're I'd saying i would have been laughing i would have been very obviously <laughs> it was trying to hold so it. weird and like um he would try to order for her and she's like no i don't want that and he'd be like oh she's being shy she wants it because he was eating fucking all of her shrimp <laughs> then at one point he was talking about control and dominance and he's like what if i told you that i tell you i want you to wear anything you want to wear like anything i want you to wear would you do it and it was like listen the fact that i had what, no des- shrimp describe what these people look like I older mean, they're probably in their late 40s early oh, 50s wow both gross did he have a beard but like gray, a bad salt beard. And pepper beard okay. patchy short was it all the way beard or was it just like the ring around like a um ring around okay i yep mm-hmm. <laughs> Really gross. Yep. Um, and she was so meek. And then you're not supposed to take shrimp home from that special. You finish what you have, you get no takeout boxes. And he was like, it's all about this. Like, you have to sh- show your dominance. Like, listen, I'm going to call him over and say, I just got a call from my brother. He's in the hospital. I need a takeout box. Take this to go. And he said that. And the waiter was like, mm, okay. But I feel like the waiter got a sense this couple was weird. He looks at the bill, laughs, hands it to her. She pays. He boxes up all the shrimp, gives her a kiss on the cheek and says, see you later. Thanks for a good time. And takes off in his truck while she's still there. It was the most disgusting thing. But I got to show. Like like I said, at one point, like I was so quiet. I was telling my husband, like, shut up. Don't say anything. I'm trying to listen to him. Because my husband was like, no, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Oh, me and you would have both been like looking listen, at each other absolutely like silent. Text, like, yeah. yeah. But it was the grossest thing when he was just rubbing her hand saying, if I told you, I want you to wear this. And he couldn't say no. It was... <laughs> you're at a red lobster dude like come on <laughs> um i'm sorry i hope that story was worth the wait no I felt it like was like just so traumatic to me yeah i'm i almost feel like i almost didn't get that second part with that guy 
I wanted to point, like, I just want to say something to this guy. But I'm like, no, he's, I know the exact type of guy he is. You know, what he's going to say if I say anything to him. I just had to act like he didn't bother me, but his mere existence bothered me. And then I um, I heard them talk about the waiter. Like, oh, he's slacking. He's slow. But there's no way he was. Compared to your waiter. Exactly. Like, yeah. So I looked at their table, the receipts. I wanted to see if she tipped him, and she did. Okay. Because I thought he was trying to tell her to not tip him. And I'm thinking, it was just real gross to me. I'm sorry. People that like that gross. should be ban- banned from um, <laughs> establishments like that. <laughs> um so yeah on that note um (laughs) just real quick you know it's been two years of the podcast and i was thinking about some of my favorite moments and i went back and i listened to a couple episodes because you know once i really edit an episode i've heard it like five thousand times just going through the editing process yeah that i don't really like to like listen I'll, i'll i might listen to like a little bit like maybe five minutes in like the day we release an episode just to make sure like it, the quality came through okay on all of our platforms and all that kind of stuff. But I never really, like, sit and listen to, like, a full episode. Um, and I just forgot about a lot of the stuff we talked about. Just, like, some of the side conversations and just the funny moments. But I went back and I listened to two episodes. Okay. I listened to our Chili's episode when we talked about our Chili's experience and then talked about, like, a Britney comeback performance. And then I also listened to our fall episode from that first year where the birds hit the window. And I totally forgot about that. Remember, not once, but twice, birds flew into your window. And it was just so funny just going back and listening. And I've had so much fun doing this. Thank you for being a friend. Um, You are the funniest person I know. And I just love your stories. And everybody who listens to the podcast that I know personally (laughs) have said that you have the perfect voice for this and that you're just oh so smooth with it and like they love your stories and your storytelling ability and i'm just over here just like i talk fast i'm nasally like i hate listening to myself but i love listening to us together i might go back and listen to a few other episodes just to reminisce a little bit but um i just it begs the question just on the spot right now what has been maybe your one or two favorite moments of the podcast that you can think of just off the top of your head. <laughs> um, when we were singing Christmas carols that first time when I was doing the blue Christmas yeah. and like, I just, you really got me. Re- I didn't know you were recording me. Yeah. I don't think at the end. Um, and I was embarrassed. Just like earlier when we were watching that video, you didn't know I was recording you and you said something along the lines of that guy looks like he would suck <laughs> all my toes. I'm going to put it at the end of the episode. <laughs> this guy looked weird guys. Like he looked, uh, <laughs> that uh, oh gosh hold on i feel like we've had so many especially i think my favorite moments are in person with you we're really laughing and gasping from air like for yeah. air because we can't breathe um i feel like any moment where we spontaneously start like i don't want to say go off topic but like we start talking about stuff or just something just really we just laugh we can't like catch our breath like those are a lot of my favorite moments we have a lot of those and a lot of them like they don't make in the episode that's why i really have like a hard time because unlike you i listen to every episode because it's just it makes me like say oh yeah like i remember that um you know and i really really liked the uh you know what <laughs> i can't believe i forgot about this the we'll have what they're, what they're having order yeah. when we went on the road on location to those different places around us i love that I do miss those times because that's one thing with like, we started doing more like over Zoom and just like the recordings. I feel like we are our best selves when we're in person. Like I had so much fun today. It's just a different dynamic looking at you on the other side of this couch. (laughs) And I know. Yeah. It's just so much more fun. Yeah. Like I said, I don't know what we're going to do next. Do you have any ideas? 
for um, our next topic for our next thing or do you guys have any ideas let's go see a movie and do some movie theater snacks and just kind of talk about oh, yeah. you know just talk about movies in general and experiences i can you know there's a certain movie theater i always go to and like i can just you know talk all day about it um or like you know let's pull up some reviews of like local establishments and find the funniest ones and talk about them like um, like the list episodes, like that original discontinued like fast food menu items and yeah. stuff. Um, oh, that was another big thing this summer. What? The hot dogs are back. Oh my god, yeah, nature truly is healing. <laughs> They're coming back to like Home Depots and stuff. Um, but those types of episodes and like the sauce episode and like the grocery like discontinued thing episode, we'll have to think of more like things and just like those types of episodes I think are my favorite because it's like so fun to like Put something together and try to think of, like, okay, what's she going to have? And then as we go through it, like, just trying to anticipate, like, what's on your list. Yeah. Um, and what we have in common. That's always fun. Um, yeah. But, I mean, we've we've done so many different things. And hopefully our listeners appreciate that. You know, I mean, we've talked pop culture. We've talked about ourselves personally. I feel like we've opened up on the podcast a lot. Um, you know, you've told shitting stories. <laughs> <and I've laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it it's... It's been so much fun. So um, happy two years, Danielle. I'll cheers you with my leftover lemonade in your jug of distilled water. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I look forward to continuing it and just seeing what we come up with. And it's just been so much fun. I can't believe it's been two years. It's been a blast. It's been so fun. And yeah, sometimes like we're inconsistent with it, but it never really seems like that because we're always talking about like food and stories and yeah. all this stuff in our life. But it's been so fun. Um, I cannot wait to see what this next year of funny stories and um, fast food orders and hopefully more di- dining out. That's one thing I wish I want to do more with you. Yeah. I want to dine out more with you. Like how um, we had like chilies and very how we open did Texas Roadhouse yes. and like those types of things. So, all right. Well, um, that's all for now. Until next time. I'm Danielle. And I'm Christopher. And, and we're, we're the, the friends, friends who feast. feast. Bye. Bye. He looks like he would suck every single one of my toes. <laughs> ew, ew. <laughs> the way he put his lips over that. Did you see that? Did you see that?